right. Good morning, good morning. I'll take my glasses off. <laughs> morning, everyone. Hopefully you're all awesome and well. Fabulous Friday indeed. Good to see all of you guys here. Alison, Chris, James, Ashley, Nick, Laura. Fantastic to see you guys. Uh, hey, welcome along. Happy Friday. Friday, as they say, in the big smoke or whatever the saying is. <laughs> Hopefully you're all awesome and well. Fantastic to have you on this morning. Good to see uh, the numbers climbing up now, which is good. I'll do some quick intros as we get rolling. Anyone who's new, uh, a few newbies yesterday, which was awesome. Great to see the newbies on. Give us a shout out in the chat if you're new. Jason Witten's my name, as the little name tag just said there a moment ago. Um, been property investing uh, 22 years, over 22 years, and coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand over 18 and... Each day, each morning, get together with a cool, crazy crew like you lot who are watching now, and we get to hang out and have a bit of a chat about uh, investing, owning, keeping, buying uh, properties for your wealth and uh, some of your uh, income in the future. So uh, welcome along. If you're new, let us know where you're from, what you're up to. Uh, I know there could be some new people to the mentoring program, so um, give us a shout out. Say good day. As we roll, we have a saying around here. We've got a couple of sayings, two very important ones, which are this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. So be prepared to go the distance. And uh, the idea of buying well and never to sell is part of what I want to talk about today. Off the plan, off the plan buying um, is something that uh, that we are certainly um, uh uh, have an opportunity to take advantage of as property investors. So we'll dive into that this morning. A few people are there. Good morning to all of you guys, Graham and Sean and Nicole and Danny and Pratesh, Tanya, Jimmy. There we go. A few people jumping on now, which is good. Hey, a quick reminder to those who are on uh, already, myself and Andy Fenton, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom tonight, um, back at that. But uh, let's have a look at Off The Plan off the plan purchasing at the moment in this marketplace in, in the Australian and New Zealand property market, um, off the plan purchasing to get access to properties um, is something that a lot of people are considering or a lot of people are doing. Our supply chain is down extremely low at the moment. Um, uh, op uh, properties that uh, secondhand properties on the market that we could buy is at an all-time low, not an all-time, that's, um, I think it's about a 12 or 13-year low of the number of properties, the volume of properties on the market that we could potentially buy existing. So, you know, uh, off the plan or purchasing something which is pre-construction is a very real choice for property investors and uh, some owner-occupiers as well. But uh, let's just put this in context uh, before we dive into the off-the-plan conversation. What style, how can we purchase properties? What type of properties can we buy um, out there in the, uh, the residential real estate market um, as, we, as we go? Yeah, Nicole, yeah, the, the lenders are tightening up the screws a little bit, mostly on owner-occupiers and on the banks, but uh, we'll see how we go with that. Um, you know, I don't think it's 
I think it's a bit more of a token at this moment in time, a bit more psychology rather than actual reality, but we'll see how we go. But question for everyone. Oh, that's a little bit... Uh, let me try this. We'll see. All right, question for everyone. Question, you know, what types of properties are available to us in the residential property investing world and the things that we uh, we go ahead and look to buy, what are the three styles of deals, property uh, purchases that we could make in the marketplace? Um, give us a shout out in the chat if you know what they are, but we'll dive in and, and go for it. The first one, number one, everyone knows this one, it's an existing property. Existing you jump on realestate.com or domain.com or whatever website and you find an existing property and you go and buy it. Now, um, um, perfectly fine. There's pros, there's cons to that. Um, at the end of the day, depending on your strategy, will depend on the style of deal that you do. What's the second type of deal that we get uh, to consider as property investors um, as we go along? The second one um, is commonly known as a house and land, all right? House and land, uh, house and land. So you find a piece of land that's been subdivided by a developer um, and you go and find a builder and you build a house on the land. Two parts to the deal, house and land, right? So this one, the existing, you can be, you can own that within 30 to 60 days, all right? So you go find a deal, I'm in, whatever. I know what I'm getting. Well, I think I do anyway, but uh, that's another. That's not for today's conversation. Um, existing, I think I'm getting that. I'm going to buy it. Let's go. House and land, excuse me. House and land, Alison's on it. Um, the house and land, okay, we're going to go find myself a piece of land somewhere uh, and I'll build a, a brand new house on it. It's my preference to do that for most investors because we don't, we're not renovators and we want other benefits that new properties can give us. But again, we're not diving into that part of the strategy conversation today. House and land, that usually, you can get delivered that and own that within six to 12 months, okay? So there is some time here that you will have to consider and understand this is faster um, and, uh, and so on. And what's the last one, the one we're gonna talk about today? Um, the third, should have made some more room in my, um, on my, my little board here, is off the plan, okay? Now, off the plan, commonly uh, for townhouses and apartments, okay? So townhouses and apartments. And so off the plan usually is around, you know, 12 to 36 months. Uh, that, was, that wasn't very good. But one to three years, okay? One to three years. So that's the idea when off the plan um, can work in our favor. The time we get as a property investor can be quite good. So let's go back and have a look at um, this concept here of off the plan, construction, um, properties, those sorts of things. What are some of the pros and what are some of the cons when it comes to this type of uh, property deal? And let's put this put this little little thing over here like that so we can have a bit of a bit of a thing. So what are the pros and the cons when it comes to um, this type of stuff? Now off the plan, number one benefit 
that I see when we're buying off the plan slash brand new property. If you can um, understand how to look at the the design and the flow of the building is that it is designed designed very well. <clears throat> Sam talks about, you guys know this, Sam talks about this live, work, play concept and with brand new property slash off the plan, you can consider the layout of the dwelling whether you want to buy it or not. And you could go around to different places and find one that's going to be built very well. The design is appropriate for living there extremely well. I love the idea that your property is designed for rent and um, attracting the, the highest and best paying tenant of your property when it comes to those sorts of things. Another, another bit of value of off-the-plan purchasing, which is like you can choose the design, you can get a great designed property right from the start, you know what's going to happen. Um, you get some time uh, up your sleeve, okay? Uh, it is a great benefit of owning off-the-plan real estate. So think about this if we go back to our little um, our, uh, our time frame thing here, 12 to 36 months. All right, we've got a time frame here of three years and this is today zero. For us, if we're purchasing a property off the plan, uh, how much do we have to put down as a deposit today? Um, a few of you guys probably listening in right now have purchased off the plan before um, and the deposit is 10%. So let's say you're purchasing a $600,000 property, 600K, you'll only need a 60K deposit uh, down at this point in time. So you control a, a $600,000 property, let's call it 600K, uh, for $60,000. So that's uh, fantastic. Do you have to go to the bank and get a loan at this point in time? No. Uh, are you paying any interest at this point in time? No, not on the $600,000. Um, uh, do you have to pay any insurance? Do you have to get it rented out? The answer is no. So for a period of time, you've got uh, control and ownership of, a, of an asset, um, but there's a very low little associated costs to something uh, in the off-the-plan uh, construction part, right? So what can happen uh, in that period of time? Um, this is one of the pros, um, and it can turn uh, as a um, it can turn to be a con if uh, if uh, you choose the wrong type of property. But a pro um, over time, maybe that market gets a little bit more excited, and now at the three year period, your property is worth six fifty, and you paid six hundred. Okay, fantastic. I like that idea. You know, maybe the market is moving in a positive direction. You've only had to put down a small deposit and you've been able to own and maintain that piece of real estate um, at very low cost. Some upside, which is two. And uh, yep, um, uh, whoever said that on there, Facebook user, <laughs> you, get, you often get paid uh, interest on your deposit on the way through. And it's usually, um, you know, a bit, be bit better than bank interest, two or 3% as well. So, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, okay, um, as, as we go. So there's some, there's some great benefits in that sort of space when it comes to 
buying off the plan. Uh, Donna, yep, yeah, thank you, Donna. Um, as we go. So um, let's have a look at uh, the other stuff when it comes to uh, off the plan purchasing. And, and it, it probably applies to newer uh, properties when it comes to uh, locations, okay? For me or for you, understanding the off-the-plan cycle, what we can do, and it's more like uh, applying to apartments and also getting early and off-the-plan, you can be in locations often that are far better then you can afford to buy a second-hand property, okay? So these conversations about the location, you can find these off-the-plan deals uh, can, be, can be fantastic. A lot of medium-density or high-density dwellings are built around great infrastructure, okay? They're built close to shops. They're built close to um, uh, cities, the city centres. They're built close to hospitals and um, universities and education precincts and employment precincts and um, you know cafes, restaurants. What happens with off the plan slash high density living is these locations become quite well supplied with great infrastructure, um, and then you get to be um, with a brand new property in a great location in an area that's got lots and lots of attractive reasons for people to want to live there as tenants um, and ultimately, you know, owner-occupiers as well. So a few pros there and I'm sure there's a few more um, uh, we could we could brainstorm all day uh, off the plan um, as, as we go. And, um, you know, um, on the flip side though, there are some cons, okay? Um, you know, number one, the con um, for many uneducated, unsophisticated investors it's easy to choose a rubbish property, right? Uh, rubbish property, and more accurately, to be honest, uh, rubbish. Right, is that how you spell rubbish? It looks weird. Maybe there's a double B. All right, rub-ish. Anyway, let me know in the chat, you lot. <laughs> um, it's easy to choose a rubbish property off the plan. The challenge is with off the plan, the builders and developers by and large, um, there's more crap builders and developers than there is great builders and developers, okay? And the challenge is for most people who don't understand what makes a good one and what makes a not so good one um, is that um, it's easy, and Alison just said it right there, render to reality is this concept, right? There's a great picture. It's easy to get great glossy brochures done up and it looks wonderful and fabulous. Um, yeah, double B. Thanks, thanks, Nick. There we go. I knew I knew it looked a bit weird. Anyway, there's my uh, there's my um, my dyslexia coming through. Um, so the idea that you can see a great brochure, but it it ends up being just a rubbish piece of property is the challenge. You as an individual, you know, a one. Uh, a, a, an individual, one only property investor or uh, owner-occupier buying off the plan, you're kind of in a sea of uh, nowhere if uh, it doesn't go to um, uh, go to plan, okay, um, as we roll along. So 
it's easy to buy rubbish properties uh, in off the plan because the developers and builders, once they've sold the property at whatever price, um, unfortunately, sadly, there are some behaviours that they go ahead and deliver. They cut the they cut the guts out of the costs of delivering the property and the product, uh, and that means you end up with a substandard piece of real estate. Now, um, that's uh, that's something we need to manage. Some of the challenges, um, yeah, Alison's right. You know, uh, you know, people buy in triple zero postcodes. Don't buy in triple zero postcodes. We've said this for twenty years. Banks hate. CBD postcodes um, uh, in this off-the-plan apartment world, and um, you know, the unfortunately, the planning instruments in those city double zero postcode or triple zero postcodes is just rubbish, absolute rubbish. Okay, so um, uh, so it can be easy to um, oversupply. Okay, um, and and oversupply is a short. It's usually short term. It doesn't happen forever. You know, for example, in Brisbane in 2014, 15, 16, you know, there was an undersupply for many years. And then because there was a lot of properties built, there was an oversupply for a short period of time, a couple of years. Um, it's not the end of the world. Oversupply is not a bad thing. Oversupply keeps prices down and you can position buy. And um, we've talked about this before, positional buying um becomes extremely amazing. Like, whew, you know, some of the properties that we were able to purchase in Melbourne, you know, three years ago when there was quite a lot of supply in places like Collingwood in Melbourne, you know, for $500,000, $600,000, now were worth, you know, a million bucks. But you couldn't buy them when the the undersupply, um, when there's an undersupply for those prices. So anyway, this, it's a, it's a, uh, it's interesting place to uh, to play, and we all need to understand if we're going to use the strategy, then we can um, we can take advantage. Uh, or if we don't know what we're doing, we can get uh, we can get disadvantaged as we go. Uh, Tenya said there uh, premium price and slower capital growth. Well, uh, that's the same with houses as well. Tenya, right now most owner occupiers are paying way too much for an existing property. Uh, and they've paid 50, 100 grand more than they should, and the prices will grow slower or even go backwards when the market slows down a little bit. Um, the, what I think you're trying to say, Tanya, is um, off the plan in this rubbish zone is a lot more difficult for people to understand how to value or understand the pricing when it comes to off the plan um, because... For most of us, we don't understand the mechanics behind what's either pushing prices up or pushing prices down. For example, when we're talking about off-the-plan purchasing, we're talking about trying to invest in the best quality developers and buildings that you can afford to invest in. If you invest in anywhere, you know, low-quality housing, low-quality suburbs, low-quality anything, you're... Uh, your volatility in your value is going to be significantly impaired. Um, so for right now, you know, we did about 130 properties um, in Collingwood in Melbourne. Um, 
we didn't pay a premium. We actually got them for a discount and all of our apartments are up $100,000 to $200,000. Up in Brisbane, you know, uh, developers like Aria, you know, some of those properties uh, three to four years later are up five or $600,000. So um, it's interesting to see, you know, the psychology in the marketplace where people talk about, um, oh, houses grow better than apartments. That's not true. Um, they all grow. Uh, the challenge is the uh, apartment space is much more difficult to get right than it is a house, okay? That's that's just the, the fact of it. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I like both. Matter of fact, I like them all and all for different reasons, different locations, different whatever it might be. So there are some cons for sure. Certainly the other con um, over here, um, time can be a negative for you and let's talk about that one because I've only got a few minutes before we finish up our chat today, right? Let's let's say this, let's say this uh, as an investor, let's say you paid six fifty um, because you got caught up in the heat of the moment right now and it's all whatever, okay? And you you know you saw the glossy brochure and whatever it might be, um, and then you know it ends up being you know six hundred down here. Now, um, that can happen. It doesn't mean the property is rubbish, by the way, either. Um, we've seen that happen with every developer in Australia ever. Okay, so, um, and we've seen it happen on houses. We've built, you know, 8,000 houses around Australia. Um, and sometimes the valuations are up, sometimes the valuations are down. Check out my, uh, my lesson about um you know, uh, valuations and valuers uh, as we roll, but um, but good quality stuff tends to uh, tends to be a lot more uh, reliable. A good quality developer with a good quality track record in delivery and customer service um, as you go um, and you roll. So, um, yeah, it's a big it's a big one actually off the plan. Um, House and land existing, plenty of things to to do there. Uh, Sam mentioned Evergrande, which is, um, which is yeah. They, anyway, don't worry about them, team. Evergrande's got nothing to do with Australia, um, and it, when it comes to our real estate market, but it's an example, I think, is what Sam's sort of saying about what can happen. Yep, um, as we go. Hey, team, I was around in the GFC and before that as well um, in this world, and you know, I've seen I've seen many things. Uh, and off the plan is perfectly fine if you have two things in your mind. Number one, that property irrelevant of what happens in the short-term maneuvers in the marketplace. You're happy to own forever. We talked about this, buy well, never sell. Um, and uh, like Alison's sort of saying, you know, sometimes irrelevant of an existing property, a house and land, or an off the plan, you, you agree to pay one price and you end up short, right? You end up short. I've got some friends right now who purchased a an existing property here on the Gold Coast. They paid a price. They're like, oh, we had to get it. We were competing with everyone else. Their valuation is $100,000 short on the existing property that they paid, all right? So, you know, this idea... you. <laughs> Anyway, I might get off on a rant here, but, you know, there's a lot of these so-called experts who say, you know, apartments don't work. Well, they're full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't even own fucking apartments. But anyway, 
talk to people who know what they're doing. Anyway, I better go because it's 8.30. But there's lots of questions in here. Um, and uh, Alison uh, talking about, you know, can you get bridging loans and vendor finance? The answer is yes, Alison, um, 100%. Those things are possible and capable. Um, I don't think with your off-the-plant, Alison, with the quality of developer that you are um, purchasing from, that uh, you have anything to worry about, all right? So, but uh, anyway, folks, 8.31, uh, that time went quick today, didn't it? I, I thought this one would be a quick one, but there's so much to it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there you go. Hopefully all well. Join me tonight with Andy Fenton, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom at 5 p.m. Queensland time, or maybe it's 4 p.m. Queensland time. 5 p.m. New South Wales and other places. That's what it's going to be. There you go. We'll be at 5 p.m. New South Wales or um, somewhere else. Anyway, uh, this daylight savings is uh, messing with my schedule. <laughs> All right, team. You guys be good, be well, stay safe. Uh, if not, I'll speak to you on Monday if you don't get to join me this afternoon with uh, Andy for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. All right, team. Bye-bye. Be good. Be good.